0: normal business hours just to get a hold of someone real service from real people whenever you need it get the customer service you deserve with discover limitations apply see terms at discover.com credit card i'm gary o'reilly and i'm chuck nice this is playing Playing with with science. science Welcome to Playing With Science. I'm Gary O'Reilly. Today's show is Planet Soccer. Chuck Nice, of course, will be with us, as will be your own, very own, personal astrophysicist, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson. And Major League Soccer's Aleko Eskandarian, former U.S. Man's international player. And a player, and you're going to love this doctor, who played for the LA Galaxy and the New York Cosmos. So, what better better way to start the show. But just as a teaser, just to let you know, at the end we will be talking to our very good friend Professor Eric Goff from Lynchburg College in Virginia, who has become a bit of a world export Export? Yes, expert even. On the Adidas Telstar 18 ball, which will be used in the World Cup in Russia this year. So stick around for that. I know he has tested it thoroughly, put it in a wind tunnel, written a paper, and there isn't anything he doesn't know about it. Well, I've said that now. I hope he does know everything. Uh, Let's get on with the show, shall we? Stick around for the end. It's going to be brilliant. Today, we focus our steely gaze onto planet soccer and illuminate the science and technology, and in particular, the new tech that has come into play and might well be over the horizon in the coming years. And who better to bring forward the science
1: and check if the tech is up to snuff than our very own personal astrophysicist, Dr. Neil deGrasse Tyson.
0: Yes!
2: Well, just just to be clear, like most Americans, I'm less fluent in soccer than I am with other sports. So my role in this conversation will be as someone who is fluent in physics. Well, that's, that's why a... you're here. Anita. Okay, I to clear. <laughs> I don't want to clear. but I, I'm deflecting all soccer questions, specific soccer questions, to our other guests. And speaking of that
1: other guest, we have with us, loading up the professional viewpoint, former U.S. men's national team player and coach at the New York Cosmos Aleco. Eskandarian. Uh, Yes, thank you guys, thank you. Thanks for being here, man. My
2: pleasure. And Aleko, let me compliment you on working for a team that has the name Cosmos, just one secs. I figured you would like that. Aleko's got an
0: interesting history. His father played for the New York Cosmos. Mm -hmm. Back in the day with Pele, Nayskins, Beckenbauer, who I will bow down on my knees in front of football royalty. Mm. They are the gods of the game, so envious of your father, Aleko. (laughs) And Aleko is now working also with Major League Soccer, Mm-hmm. So, he's got quite an important role to play in the future of the so game. So, what you're saying is, the, is the, real,
2: the flunky of the family. If you, if the <laughs> oh, <pop. laughs> nice.
0: In some ways, yes. <laughs> you, you're saying that because you know that he's going to have to punch me to get to you. <laughs> I, I've and got I, I my get distance. The, Yeah, thanks uh, a uh, lot. Yeah. The
2: configuration on stage here. So <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm insulated.
0: Continuing with the celestial theme, we'll take Aleko back to his days at the LA Galaxy. Ooh. well, thank you. And um, one David Beckham. We Everybody in this room knows David Beckham. Everybody outside he, he played, of this he room. He played for the Galaxy, right? Yeah. So we have the Cosmos
2: and the Galaxy. Yeah. Whoa, I'm in the right place. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You see? Oh, you. See? Thank you. It's all coming welcome. together. No yeah. Red Bull here or whatever. No, we no, got... no. See, so you know far more soccer than you're letting on. <laughs>
0: Apparently. Right. So for those of us who are familiar with David Beckham, we know kind of the backstory. But there's one in the room here who knows exactly what it's like to play, to train, to work with. But oh, I think. Gary, for... why, why do you have to embarrass me? <laughs> <laughs> because that's just the way I am. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> All right, but we'll get to you Aleko. We talk about your <laughs> <laughs> We'll get to Aleko soon enough. But
1: Chuck, should we, we set up a clip? Yeah, uh, speaking of Beckham and bending it like Beckham, it was very cool to go back and find a clip of his first goal. With the galaxy, which was on a free kick. Yeah. And uh, I think a wall of uh six players in front of him and um, and he actually did his signature bend it like Beckham. B- and was it signature yet? Yeah, at oh, this yeah. point it was oh, definitely yeah, his yeah, signature yeah. because he brought his yeah, pen with him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why don't we take a listen to that? Yeah. He's
3: got about six people in the wall covering the near side, Troy Perkins does.
1: Can he bend it? Beckham! It's in the neck!
2: It's in the neck! Do you believe it?
0: Beckham can bend it. So uh, anyone in here who doesn't know, that's almost 99.9% certain it's a right-footed, inside of the right boot, free kick, going to go curl right to left. But that's as much as the science as I know. Yeah, <laughs> and I
1: got to tell you, what's, when you look at that goal, it's exactly what you, exp- yeah. uh, what, you know. Uh, and anybody who doesn't know, we we have two professional soccer players here today because Gary O'Reilly is also a former Once. soccer or footballer because he played in uh, Crystal Palace and Tottenham, right? Yes,
0: and Tottenham, 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 yes. Tottenham, Tottenham. Tottenham is very Tottenham. abbreviated. <laughs> yeah, me. that's yeah. how you. Yeah. <laughs> Tottenham <laughs> yeah. somehow doesn't sound so glamorous. Though, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but you don't no, get uh, uh, to pronounce the Brit <laughs> stuff. <laughs> you don't want <laughs> me doing that. But yeah, so we have. Two two professional soccer players here. And that is why uh, Gary was able to point out the fact that just by listening that he could tell you exactly how that ball, which I watched the play. That is exactly how, but what was so, um, I don't know, just stunning about it is the amount of curve that he was able to put on the ball. I mean, if this were Major League Baseball, he would have immediately been ejected from the game. That's how much curve was on the yeah. soccer ball. An illegal
2: amount of curve. Yes, in baseball, it was, yeah. yeah. And then, can you bring- can Putting you bring, Vaseline on the, on the ball <laughs> right. or Can you
0: bring the science to what Beckham is doing and able to achieve there?
2: Well, what's curious, I, I'm curious about a couple of things. To curve a ball is just to spin it while it's airborne. Yeah. So, of course, you want to be accurate, precise, as you do this, so you need to to know what you're doing, know how to aim it, know how much to curve it, know know not to kick it too slow or too fast, Mm -hmm. because all of these factors influence how far it will go and how much it will curve. So presumably he's done a lot of homework, that is in the case of uh, an elite athlete, a lot of practicing on exactly what that kick would do. Now what got me is here's the goalie standing in the middle of the goal, and watches the ball just sail off to his right into the net, almost like a, a tennis ace, where he's not even diving for right. it. He was com- taken completely, completely off, guard. off, and what makes the curve, so I don't want to speak for the pros here, but if the ball is curving, it means you think it's coming towards you, right. but it's not. So you you're ready to sort of extend your arms to punch it out of the way, but then it just sails to your right. Yeah. You've taken completely off guard, and I just thought by now all goalies would just huddle in the right side of the goal. <laughs> <You> That's <just>, uh... <laughs> when you aim to the left. And then aim to the left, maybe. <laughs> um, so, so, so what happens if you if you kick it with a spin? Sort of, there's something in physics called the right hand rule. The right hand rule. Yes, it is. The okay. right hand rule. It's not what you're thinking, Chuck. Yeah. Okay. I hope you're taking notes. <laughs> uh, see, Neil knows me too well. I well, no, Chuck. Yes. Chuck. So the right hand rule is if you use your right hand and you curl your fingers in the direction the thing is spinning. Okay. Okay. And then your thumb points to the north pole of that object. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay? So north poles are uniquely unambiguously definable in space and across the universe and in all of physics. Okay, so if you kick the ball in such a way that it is spinning with your right, right hand, hand rolled, rule, with your thumb up, mm-hmm. okay, then the aerodynamics on the ball, because the right side of the ball is not going against the air, and the left side of the ball is moving with the air as it goes through, okay? Right. So, so the forces are gonna be different on each side of the ball mm-hmm. for that simple reason. Now, it turns out there's something called a Magnus effect. Which is a lot written about it, and so I, I, at the risk of making this more complicated than necessary—no, please do.
1: <laughs> Chuck.
2: Yes, you want please to roll? Make, it, Go make for it. it as complicated. I mean, throw in a little calculus while you're at it. Okay. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, if the texture on the ball—if the ball surface is mm. not perfectly smooth—okay, then what will happen is the texture on the ball will break up. The airflow along the surface of the ball, okay, okay, in such a way that it will reduce what would otherwise be sort of a partial vacuum there. It will, will reduce that. Okay. All right. Now, now you lost me because so therefore
0: creating more slightly more well, resistance. exactly exactly. So yeah. watch what
2: happens. So so all all balls that we play with. Okay. Pref- <laughs> all right, <laughs> professional. You got me back. You got okay, me back. back. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Professionally, have some kind of texture on them. Be they golf balls or mm. basketball, or wrinkles. Go ahead. Or, or uh, any. They all have some kind of texture. So when they spin, they will break up what would otherwise be a very smooth flow around the 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 contact edge of between the air and the ball. Got okay. You. So now, so watch what happens. So you break this up on the part that's spinning into the wind. Okay. Okay, it breaks it up very effectively. The side that's spinning back towards you with the wind has a lower airspeed uh, against the wind. There you go. Now Doesn't break it. it up as much. So the disruption
1: actually uh, reduces the air speed on the back side.
2: Yes, on the back side that gives you less, less disruption, right? More vacu- essentially more of a of a p- pulling force. Yeah, exactly. So, so, that's why they would say so. On that right. side, it's it's actually pulling, and on the other so side- It's, it's pushing. On. So so you once you spin the ball- Gotcha. Then there's an air force that will push on the ball at right angles to its motion at all times. Okay, cool. Okay, so as it curves, it just keeps curving. Right. Gotcha. It'll just keep curving. Yeah, because that never changes. It's never changing. That change. rotation never that changes, changes. whatever. And so, going, so- So as the direction changes- Right. So does the direction that it's- So that's why when you see these curves, it's like, it keeps going. Right. It keeps curving. <laughs> right. And he's like-
1: Whoa. That's cool. And so th- that ball that we saw that that, was, that we didn't see it, we heard. Um, that this is radio. This is radio. <laughs> Power
0: of imagination. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but let's just say uh, we were in an abyss where there is atmosphere, that ball would have just keep
2: curving no yeah, matter what. Except gravity is pulling it to the ground. Right. So, so it would have curved in, in a it will likely hit the ground before it comes around and hits you back in your face right just okay so Aleko if you knew all of this before you ever bent a ball would you have bothered or would uh. you have just- <laughs> so and, and, I, and I got a question to put on top of that go on then it's his physics
4: why is he the only one that anyone talks about bending the ball see that's that's uh, a that's a good point because it is. in my opinion everyone everyone curves the ball right of course Obviously, with with Dave Beckham, he's not the only one in the world. There's plenty of talented free kick specialists who Mm -hmm. aren't as noticeable or or famous as as David is. Or as handsome. (laughs) Or or better looking. Which is probably the case. That's really
0: what it (laughs) is. Maybe a Spice Girl element in there as well. But moving (laughs) on. Did you date a Spice Girl?
4: girl?
0: Yeah. Married one. Excuse
4: me.
2: I didn't know. You're all looking at me like I should know that. (laughs) I know. I'm an astrophysicist, (laughs) (laughs) people. (laughs) You (laughs) should (laughs) know (laughs) that. But the editor,
4: well, she's a star. (laughs) Okay. But I think a lot (laughs) of it is the shape of your foot too, because, th- you know, for me, for example, I have a very powerful shot. And when I play... If you say so yourself. Yeah, yeah. Well, So was, powerful means
2: the ball moves fast. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, w- I was able to generate more power on my shot than, than any player in the league w- when I was playing. Nice. Ooh. But I think Ooh. a big part of that is I have a, a very wide foot. Very, very wide. So I feel like I, I had a... I don't have facts to back this up, but I feel hmm. like I have a base that my sweet spot is, is maybe bigger than someone else's. Interesting. Whereas yes. with, with David, I don't I don't know. Well, just the shape to be of clear, just
2: to clarify that. So you could have a sweet spot, but if your sweet spot doesn't hit the ball sweet spot, it's not going anywhere. Exactly. Right. So if you have a wide sweet spot, your margin of error exactly. is larger. So right. if you're running and the ball's moving and someone is, is bumping into you, you will have a higher likelihood of making a powerful kick under stress. So exactly. now are you saying your powerful
1: kick comes from and tell me the difference, please. Is your powerful kick a free kick or is that a powerful kick while you're in motion? Both. Or is both. it both? Yeah,
4: it doesn't matter. I mean, and it's not just the shape of my foot, obviously. Right. It's, of you course, know, I know. The There'll
1: be, be, be a whole
0: yeah, lot of ratios wait, is... between quadriceps, hamstrings, glutes that come in and the, um, length, the length of the lever. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, did you have a long, a, high, a long back lift or a short
4: back lift? What's a back lift?
0: Very short. Well, so when you go to kick, the motion of the heel Backwards uh, from the ball. Sometimes you find guys- so I had a
4: very quick release, yeah, which so, made it difficult for the
0: goalkeeper. Which is quite strange, because I played with one guy at Tottenham whose backlift was minimal, and the power that he imparts into the ball is like, whoa. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. and you know, That's also got to be confusing for a goalie,
2: too. Exactly, yeah. because the reaction yeah.
0: time for the goalkeeper exactly. is that much less. It's
2: like a pitcher, and the ready uh, for you to wind up to, hit, to kick it, and you don't wind up, and you kick it, and it goes faster than they would have yeah, judged. Right, exactly. exactly. Yeah, less
4: time for the goalkeeper to react.
2: So yeah. now, because I've never played soccer, all right,
1: here's what I want to know. You talked about, you know, the, the part of your foot that you kick it with, I've... You had it surgically altered. Right? <laughs> but it looks as though when you see guys, uh, you know, I do watch soccer, a lot of times it looks like they're kicking it with the side of their foot. Their instep. They're instep as opposed to the top of their foot. So what happens, and both of you can answer this for me, what is the difference when you kick with the top of your foot as
0: opposed to your instep? Okay, so the thing with Neil was saying about how, you know, you've got a guy barging you, you've got someone running you down, or you've got a narrow opportunity where you see the goal. Aleko will talk to this because you're a striker, right? Absolutely. You are in tune, an intuitive balance. You know you need to dial up a certain technique. So go through the techniques that you would use and the different parts of the foot you would use to execute.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Dur- during a match or during the, the flow of a game, there's, there's different techniques that you're going to implement depending on what you want to achieve out of it. So okay. if it's a, a long pass, I, I obviously can't use the inside of my foot to get a ball from here 40 yards down in the air. That's right. not good. So it's a different technique. I'm going to use my instep to get the, get underneath the ball, get some more distance on it, more power on it. and It'll probably be a bit... Backspin on it as well. Um, Whereas if I'm going to take a shot, I want to power right through it. I want to keep it low. I'm not even worried about. uh, I'm more more concerned about keeping it low and on frame because I have a a target. Um, If I have a barrier in front of me, so if that camera is in front of me and I have a teammate that's making a run behind, I have to now decide. Okay, which way is that defender going to be moving? Which way do I want to curve it uh, around them to be in the path of my teammate? So if my teammate's running. This way, left, right, you know, left to right, across your and and I want to play a ball in front of him, but there's a barrier in the way. I'm gonna want to curve it, maybe with the outside of my foot, so it gets so around it the barrier, around but still will come back in his path. Right. So mm-hmm. it's not too far for, or too um, too different than basketball. You know, when when you see uh, LeBron James, sometimes he even puts spins on his on the bounce uh, pass. Exactly right. on his bounce pass. So it's Jason Kidd was the guy that was. Phenomenal at that. Right, but but an spin. important
2: point here, the basketball generally is not traveling fast enough through the air for this effect to matter yes. in its airborne trajectory. Right. right. Whereas in soccer, a kick goes 50 miles an hour. And so it turns out what I, did, what I should have left, what I should have exited that mm-hmm. bit about was here are the things that matter for how much it's going to curve. What does the ball weigh? Okay. What is the density of the air that you're playing in? In okay. one of the Which World variable, Cups, yeah. there were different games at different. One was at sea level. One was at higher South altitude. Africa, yeah. Was yeah. that in South Africa? Was, yeah. When? When was that? Two thousand So, so the thinner air, sensibly, will have less effect on pushing the ball than thicker air will. Right. Because it's the air that's pushing the ball. So it's the thickness of the air. You know, the air pressure, the weight of the ball, how fast you kick the ball. Gotcha. And also, how high the, how long the ball stays airborne, because then it'll, it has more time to curve. Right. So if you keep the ball low, it's going to drop to it the ground it the before, ground before, before do, it does. What before it's supposed it does to anything do. interesting. And part of the curving is not just to, to fool the goalie at the risk of stating the obvious, you have a wall standing in front of you. <laughs> right. And, and how far away are they, you? 10, ten yards. yards. They're 10 yards, so. Allegedly. So, okay, so. And,
4: uh. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got spray now, we got spray now for that. Yeah,
2: I never see a line there, I don't know. So, I looked at the angles on that, and they try to cut off your angle to the goal. Right. Yeah. By where they stand. And if you can curve it, where they stand is irrelevant. Gotcha. You just put it around them. They'll jump. There's all different ways. But they jump,
0: you work out, they jump, you stick it up. But they're not going to jump them. sideways.
2: They're going to jump up. No.
0: But the other thing is you okay. take a... I just want to put that down. When you strike a ball to get some curvature on it, it depends how much, and Aleko can testify to this, how much of the ball you actually meet with the instep on your foot. If you want to curve it a little bit or a lot, if you're going for power. Anyway, look, we're going to take a break. All
1: right. And, you know, when we come back, it's, I'm so glad that you bought this up because i actually have some balls that i actually went to a store and bought and thank um, you for clarifying to clarify it's just yeah. okay and uh i want you guys to take a look at them and then maybe break down just a little bit more of what we're talking about in terms of how these balls might react yeah so are okay. we're going to take a
0: break all right see you shortly Games rated E for everyone. Welcome back to Playing With Science, where we today look at the beautiful game, soccer, football, call it what you wish, and the science, the technology, the technology of now and in parts to come, technology that will be available and coming to a game near you very soon. Right, Aleko, you have the brand new Telstar 18 ball in your hands. It's it's
2: Telstar? Said, oh, t- yeah, oh, Telstar no, I knew 18. that was gonna press your uh, Telstar?
0: I knew so we was got gonna Cosmos, work for you.
1: Galaxy, and now Telstar. Telstar is America's <laughs> first
2: communication satellite. But this is Telstar 18. Okay, that's fine. By now we would have eighteen.
0: No, the original Telstar Adidas Telstar ball was for Mexico nineteen seventy. The black and white hexagons, the classic that we all have in my mind. So this is the new version therein. What do you notice? Don't tell me it's round, otherwise I'll get upset with you.
4: No, it's definitely a, a different contour. Uh, when, yeah. when you feel it, I've, I've never felt a ball like this, actually. I'm curious to see how it would
0: All right. So, Neil, I'm going to give you this one, which is another Adidas ball. Uh, for those of you listening in black and white, it's green and black. Um, right. <laughs> that was good, Gary. <laughs> Thank you kindly. Very good. Uh, what do you first notice are tactile when you pick and hold that ball?
2: Well, this is the – I'm holding the ball that's sort of most familiar to people. Uh, it's a combination of hexagons and an intermittent pentagon mm-hmm. to finish out the stitching. And so if you see this, you would obviously just say that's a s- soccer ball yeah. here in America. Other stitchings, you'd wonder what game is that for. Uh, so uh, the surface of this, because of the stitching, it is part of the, s- the surface con- the contouring of the ball that enables it to break up the air that goes across it. And without the stitching, by the way, if the ball were perfectly smooth, here's the kicker. No pun intended. It was intended. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> if a ball were perfectly smooth, without disrupting the boundary layer of air, the Magnus effect changes mathematical sign, and the ball curves in the opposite direction. Ah. Yeah. So this is a smooth surface. This is smooth, but these these uh, the stitching here yeah. is is enough to. But it would it would because the surface is smooth, it would reduce the Magnus effect. Uh, by a corresponding amount compared with a similar ball that has a mottled surface, for example.
0: Okay, so back in 2010 in South Africa, we had the Jubilani ball, which was hated by goalkeepers, loved by strikers like Aleko, (laughs) because it became, at a certain speed, a knuckleball effect. Mm. So it would do all sorts of stuff that nobody quite could define. And it was more, the surface was smoother. Now, I'm going to give you this Telstar 18, which you will covet because of its name, I know are
2: going to swap this over. We're swapping. You, so just you just can a po- me. Okay, so just a point about the your smooth ball. Yeah. So so what happens there is if you kick the ball basically without spin, so a knuckleball in baseball mm-hmm. is a ball thrown without spin. Mm-hmm. And when it does not have a spin, then it's no longer spin stabilized and what what that means is it is at the mercy of any gust of wind that blows by. And in the case of a soccer ball, yes that's also the case, but unlike a baseball, soccer balls have valves which change the center of mass of the ball. Mm-hmm. And so I bet some kickers are aware of this and will place the ball relative to where the, the, the air valve is. Yeah, they do. Because that, that's an asymmetric point of the ball. So in a knuckleball, the ball, uh, sorry, in a, a non-spinning soccer kick, yes. knuckleball equivalent, it's still ball. a knuckleball in soccer. Yeah, too. It's still, oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, You're still yeah, yeah. A knuckleball. You're in safe ground. Even though it's not your knuckles that are that are <laughs> yeah. doing it, toe knuckles. Uh, so what's what's <laughs> happening is the ball will move according to its own center of mass, but the st- structure of the ball is not centered on its center of mass because there's a little more mass to one side oh, okay, than the other. Okay, that's Because it's asymmetric. It's asymmetric. Gotcha. Right? So in other words, the ball will sort of wobble, in a sense, even though it is keeping its own center of mass on a straight line, Right. okay? Because that's how the physics works. Mm -hmm. But the side, because the ball itself is not even, it'll it'll wobble as it goes through the air. Uh, And so that'll mess with a goalie, for
0: sure. So those of you familiar with the Cristiano Ronaldo free kick that goes up, down, left, right, all in the same breath, what he's doing is playing with the science, pun intended by the way me saying that, is he will kick through the aperture that's on the ball, the deformation, am I right, Sure. is then what plays, and that's what goalkeepers are sitting there looking at. That's why you see frozen goalkeepers quite often thinking, right. well, it's a roll of a dice. If I dive left, right, or stand still,
4: <laughs> whatever happens. <laughs> and you could see, as, as soon as they yeah. pick up the ball, they're, they're looking for that little nozzle, and then that's how oh, yeah. they're putting it down.
2: So now, I predict, based on this ball, this is a stunning ball, by the way, okay. this, okay? The stitching is, it has more stitching than your classical hexagon pentagon ball. Although but- it's only got six panels. I don't care. No, it's, it's, okay. it's forget the panels. I'm talking about how many places is there stitching yes. where a perfect sphere dimples because there's stitching there. Mm-hmm. There's way more stitching that I can see on this ball, way more segments mm-hmm. where, that are surrounded by this. And the surface is not smooth. It's textured. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You want to talk about bending it like Beckham, this is a bendable ball. I predict in the next tournament that yes, features so. this ball, the ball's going to look like a like a wiffle ball in a hurricane. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> wow. Bad day to be a goalkeeper.
0: <laughs> so bad day to be a goalkeeper.
2: So once again, this ball is a goalkeeper's nightmare. Uh, this will be a goalkeeper's nightmare for sure, but unless the kickers have time to practice, their normal spin that they would put that they've trained that would aim and land in a particular place, could go completely wild on
4: them. And that's the thing with the Jubilani wow. ball that you mentioned. Yeah. There were a lot of shots that were going 20 yards over the goal just because it was, it was were, difficult for, for it, players it, it to understand. It didn't get the curve that they wanted. Not by, always. Sometimes the way, the it curve, would. But...
2: Bending left and right, depending on your left-footed or right-footed or on what side of the ball you kick it, that's sideways bending. You can bend it top and down. Yeah, with it has a backspin or a topspin. Correct. So a topspin, it'll dive quickly. A backspin, it'll sustain its trajectory longer right. than what your brain sense tells you gravity should do. to So it. it's not really rising. But like the right, well, well, it, yeah, correct. It's correct. not. It's that's it. Correct. It's so it, it's falling less in baseball. Just to use my you know <laughs> yeah. uh, American was, yeah. analogies do it, here. Do it. It was <laughs> <laughs> America, Jack. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing the, the rising fastball that people talk about. Uh, if you look at the side uh, uh, ana- ana- analysis of it, it actually doesn't rise right. at all. Yeah. It just doesn't fall as fast as your brain thinks it should. So you feel as the batter like it's rising. And so the uh, same would be true uh, with with the soccer ball. So so I, I will look forward to what kind of soccer is played with that. With th- that'll be a fan-favorite ball for it's sure. It's loaded to the strikers. And you
0: as a striker, how long will it take you or do you think some of the World Cup stars to learn how to work that ball out. Where the sweet spot is, where they want to work it, how they're going to pass it, distance, 30 yards, 20 yards, 10 yards, and strike at goal. How long do you think it'll take?
4: Not too long. Um, They're good. I I would say, yeah. In in your day, you know.
0: Uh, (laughs) Days, weeks, years, never. Never. (laughs) Choose choose the applicable out of that list.
4: (laughs) No, within a couple training sessions is is usually all it takes. Um, That's why you see teams try to Get these balls in. Uh, you know, if you're going to play a match and you're going to play with a ball that's different than the one you train with, oh, a team will always try to request yeah. at least two days before the Particularly match. Particularly if it's uh, deflated. You know, you can't. You can't.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> so the thing is, if this ball, when if you go to hit it for distance, say 60 yards, 50 yards plus, and this ball starts to change its flight path and become unpredictable, teams will change the way they play. They will not play longer diagonal passes. The game will become shorter and therefore quicker. They will adapt to the ball because... By the way, the ball won't be changing. They'll have to change their style to accommodate what that does. And
2: is that the roughest textured ball you've ever touched? It might be. The roughest be, I've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. yeah, it feels like what, what we, we analogy, not quite like the dimpling on a basketball, but it's no, a... it's like ridges. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, but, a, it's got a texture. I don't know how yeah, else to it's, say it. It's, mm-hmm. it's
4: rougher, though. Rougher. Than a... Than, than, uh, A soccer ball normally is. See, the bazooka had a a, a texture to it as well, but it had a wavy
0: kind of pattern. If you get this up close, you will see it's got that texture to it, but it is linear. There's no wave in the pattern, so Um, that must... There's no way, because these balls get tested at NASA. There's no way there's put that oh we'll just go straight this year and we'll not worry it's a fashion. Well thing. I'll tell you this sure. is it's not is really t- te-
1: wait, is this really tested at NASA? Absolutely. Th- yeah. They're,
0: they're, a- a- they're tested at yeah. Ames. And wind tunnels and things. Yeah. We got oh, this. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't know if the I was just
1: gonna say I might find a better use for my tax dollars than testing. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think Adidas will have FIFA FIFA <laughs> oh, will have paid for this. So so oh, what's good hands. Here, now that I, now that I'm looking more closely at this, there are two parallel panels. There's yes. one panel. Like a stripe. But the stripes that go uh, around its equator and above the pole, and another one around the pole. so separated by 90 degrees. Exactly. And in there are eight triangles. So I'm curious if the kickers will be able to find a way to spin the ball such that the parallel panels are operating against the air rather than some other dimension on this. That'll just be so I'm telling you now, your coach. Uh, I was, I was. Oh, not anymore. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. No,
0: but don't worry, the secret's going to come out. I'm yeah. just telling you. Go back you,
2: to playing after uh, all this information. I'm telling you that if the ball spins along with these parallel panels, it will curve differently than if it is not. I'm just telling you that right now. Yeah. The guys okay? are going to work this out. So, yeah. and if you're going to knuckleball it, uh, watch out where the valve is, exactly. and then make that work to your advantage. So, very cool. I can't wait to watch real folks play with it. So we program. have a We're fan! we
1: looking, looking <laughs> forward
2: to an exciting World Cup. I that's can't basically wait. what
0: it is. All right, cool. so look before we take a break of your favorite bit of technology that's come into the game since you became a coach,
2: after you finished playing. Which would then affect your management of the team. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. yeah, yeah.
4: GPS, heart, sure. heart rate monitors. Yeah. Heat tracking. Wait, wait, where are the players going? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't this isn't during the, the game. Bahamas? This is. This <laughs> hey, is, dude, my
2: GPS said you should be in the stadium. <laughs> as, a, as a
4: coach, if you can measure how hard someone's working, that's that just gives you added incentive to yell or not yell. <laughs> well, I love the data they now have on how far they've run
2: in a game. Yes, is that is that also a GPS thing or is there some? Yeah, yeah, okay, I yeah. love that. Yeah, between
4: Harry monitors and, and GPS, you're able to at least monitor but how can, hard someone's working. You can working use and how that much... here
0: in the US. You can in MLS. You use that in game.
4: Yeah, yeah. MLS, Major League Soccer. Major leagues. Thank okay. you.
0: Yes. So in European leagues, you're not allowed to use that because if I think my midfield, my center midfield player, we always pick on them, um, isn't working as hard, and that's detrimental to my game plan, I can see on the data that that's the case. If if my, my, my eyes might be telling me one thing, but the data confirms that or denies that. So that's, that's something that's an added bonus here in the US that we don't have in other European leagues. Why don't you of. have it in elsewhere? Um, I think they, they want to take away the fact that you could have really st- accurate They're anti-technology.
2: Pinpoint. They have
0: it. No, have no, they're role. not anti-technology. They're just, I just think they're not keen to use it in game, but I think no. it will be coming.
2: So, so suppose I'm just a really efficient player. Exactly. You can't, you can't measure yeah, right. Just because my IQ. heart rate isn't right. going up. Exactly. It's yeah. like,
1: I'm working just as hard as anybody else. It's, I just make it look easy. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. And, and I know that. in advance where the wall's going
4: to come. Right. I don't have to chase it down. Exactly. When it comes by, And am there, I'm there, and there is, when it got, it got to me. And there's evidence of, of guys working too hard. Hey, I don't need you running this much for no reason right. without right. thinking. So it, there's a fine balance. That's where soccer IQ comes into play, where you can't just base it all on numbers. It's more of reaffirmation of what you're already thinking. Soccer
2: all right. IQ, that's sick. I like that. Yeah, so
0: soccer IQ, with Soccer IQ, we will take a break and we'll all be doing questionnaires. And during my the break, we'll come back day. and see <laughs> <laughs> which, which one of us doesn't have the best Soccer IQ. And I'm holding my hand up right now. Right, we'll take that short break. I this is Playing With Science IQ. and we'll be back <laughs> anyway. shortly. And we might have a special visitor by the sounds of it. Yes. <laughs> You know what shouldn't feel like rocket science? Planning a vacation your whole crew will love. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship. From a ride on the Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at the Cloud Nine Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family-style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. Whatever your vibe is, you'll come home with plenty of stories to tell. So pack those bags. Be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at Carnival.com. Ships Registry, The Bahamas, and Panama.
1: eBay Motors is here for the ride. You saw the potential.
0: and exploring science and technology in the beautiful game. So, Neil, you've got a question burning inside of you. Totally you burning. What? Yes, <laughs> go okay. for it.
2: What's, what's up with you people <laughs> to reinvent the ball every four years? What does that? What does that even mean? Actually, that's, that's a very good question. Yeah, right? I have the answer, uh, but I'm going to let Echo go, for a go very with long this. <laughs> it's all time. I've never Oreos. heard
1: anybody go, "Hey,
2: we're going with Nerf this year." <laughs> Nerf ball, <laughs> yeah, yeah. American football, right, right, or baseball. Just hey, let's come up with some other shape. We need more stitches on this ball. <laughs> yeah, that that would be crazy
4: in any other sport. Why yeah. is it just the thing you guys do? I don't know. I, I don't know the exact answer, but I think things are always improving. You look at jerseys, for example. Jerseys. 20 years ago aren't the same as they are now, and with the ball as well, I think there are minor improvements that are made. They just look Uh, like random, somebody just
2: dreamt it one night.
4: That I don't I don't know that
2: they're improvements. They yeah. look more like just simply like changes than improvements. Anyone else want to sing along with me?
0: Must be the money. <laughs> <laughs> oh All right. Well, there you go. The Every four up. years, Ooh. we got some commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Guy in the front row is going, I got you. Oh.
1: I got you. You know what, Gary? You are absolutely right. <laughs> and yeah. here's why. Yeah. I just went shopping for soccer balls. <laughs> and I can't tell you the wall oh. of different soccer balls that I had to g- navigate in order to- so now trigger. it's like buying Jello in the store. Yes, every flavor. Yeah, and so there was the the, the Messi ball, yeah, and yeah. there was a uh, World Cup training soccer ball, and there was <sighs> game um, game. the oh, I forget the other one. That's um, oh gosh, uh, it's an MLS ball, but it looks like Jubilani, but mm. it's instead of like the four, it's only got like two little curvy panels. Okay. Yeah. So you're absolutely right.
0: It's a it makes it's sense. There. Okay, so you touched on jerseys. What about
2: the future
0: of mm. jerseys? Where do you think it could go? Are, we just, then,
2: are we just talking about clothing here?
0: Yes, uniforms, <laughs> clothing. What a soccer player's uniform could be like
1: in the future. So, before we do that, because I don't, am I'm, I'm uninitiated. How have, how have jerseys
0: changed? Okay, so go back many, many years and imagine me as a small child. Which we're is, still is just talking about some... clothing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I thought we were talking about, like. Sports. Yeah, we got, we're, getting well, this is this. we're getting there. <laughs> Clothing as in a soccer uniform. Heavy <laughs> cotton. You sweat and run around and it
2: becomes three pounds heavier if you're lucky. Then you go through some basic- way, that, that poundage was in your body to begin with. So you were carrying that weight around at the beginning of the I game. Know, but now
0: it's on the outside. But in either content.
2: case, you weighed that much before. I just want to be clear. That water didn't come from space. <laughs> okay? <laughs> That's you, true. W- I mean, when I... you walked out on the field at the beginning of the game, you said, gee, I have this three pounds on me. Let me get rid of it. Notice well, it's raining. raining. Yeah. <laughs> Unless it's raining, though. I just got detention, didn't I? I really just got detention. You're just saying it right. Don't run around a sweater. Oh, now I'm carrying around this heavy thing because it's wet. But the truth is it feels icky. It's It's the ick factor. So so you go through nylon and
0: synthetic fabrics, and now you get fabrics that breathe. Synthetic. Yes, I know, but then you get synthetic fabrics that are able to develop and it breathes, so it wicks away the sweat that you once had inside that's now outside. Did I say that right? Thank you. You're good. So, thank you. Moisture wicking. Yeah. So now, where are we headed? Where do you think jerseys will go and we will kind of sort of pick up some threads? Well, unintended? I think right
4: now we were talking a bit about the whole GPS and heart yeah. that, monitor, that whole piece. At the moment, guys are wearing devices almost in like sports bras, and they have it hooked up. If you, if you watch a, a match right now, <laughs> if you see guys who have almost a little device sticking out from like the back yeah. of their neck or their spine... There are these little GPS devices, and that's how... That's it's what about the size of a small cell phone,
0: if you can imagine that. Now, right. what they're saying now is you're going to get the, the, the coming forward of intelligent fiber. Nanotechnology, where all of that sort of cell phone size equipment that's stuck between your shoulder blades is going to be minimalized into the fabric. Also, while you're watching your favorite team, their uniform will change color. Imagine that. They have a shirt sponsor, right? some of the most expensive real estate in the world would be at Real Madrid, Barcelona, the big guys. Imagine if they could change as well. Oh, they already have that. And believe me, that's going to
1: happen not just in... The sport that is most uniquely suited to have that happen is, of course, soccer. What will happen is it's going to be like NASCAR. So you know how on NASCAR, you have all these different medallions on the car. So they'll have a band across the shirt, and that band will change advertisements during the game
0: Yeah So yeah. And if you ever wondered What it's like To be Lionel Messi Cristiano Ronaldo Aleco There'll be cameras In the jersey The fibers Like fiber optics mm. Right They will be there Now the TV companies well, Aleco, And the clubs Make sure you
1: don't put your shorts On inside out buddy
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No so All this right. is this is now as a viewer, <laughs> as a as a On fan. The field camera. What's that? So so you can imagine as a fan. Camera's
2: pointing the wrong way.
0: You can dial up which player and the cameras you want, or you might have other options where you can have Chuck to wear his shorts inside out. It just depends so, what so you, you could want be to dial in up. the
2: game by the technology yes. of the jersey. Absolutely. Okay, fine. So now I now I see why we're talking about clothing. Thank you.
4: Okay. Yeah. So would you will, will players embrace this? Uh, probably not. To be honest with you, um... <laughs> but do the they have the day, a choice? Do they have a choice? Well, when it comes to sponsors and all that yeah, stuff, yeah, probably yeah. not, but at the end of the day, as a player, you want to be as light as possible when you're out there and oh, these things! Well, I mean, possible, if you think so. about
0: a, a camera on the side of the field or in the stadium,
4: very different. This is fiber optic. Right, but even, even if it's two ounces, players will use it as an excuse, so that's why I can make that run. Okay, yeah, so
2: speaking of jerseys, what's this thing where they run off the field and take off their shirt? Like, what is that?
4: Oh, hey, you want
1: to score? I the like or these guys, you? I'd be taking off my shirt in the frozen <laughs> food section of the shop right. <laughs> Are you kidding me?
4: What? What's up with that? With trading jerseys, you mean? At the no, end of the game? no. Oh, no. when you no, score.
2: It means when you score a goal. Um, yeah, what's up with that? Oh, that's celebration. Yeah. That's, that's you it's about jubilation. to get
0: a yellow card. That's, I am so desperate to get a yellow card, I will now run around with my
2: shirt off. Cause... Is that a yellow card offense? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Really? That's, yeah, that's a cheap way to get one. Okay. Really Not cheap really? way. I didn't know that. Even if you look like Christiane? So that's like the end zone dance. You're not supposed to do that in, yeah. in American football.
1: See, but they changed that now. Well, now you, now they've encouraged the end zone dance as
2: long as it isn't it's taunting. Just you. Plus, it's only you. You can't get a whole uh, kick line going, right? You, um, actually, you can now. Oh, they just can't? changed
1: that rule this year. Yeah, okay. You know? Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got the we get the telemetric data and goals don't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Sorry, go. But let go. me go. just say this. Goals do not happen a lot in soccer. Damn it! If a guy wants to take off his shirt, or do he he anything be he wants to to take off. If he wants to wave his penis at the crowd, to <laughs> be able to do it. How often do goals happen? <laughs> okay. That's crazy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead.
4: Now I know why I wanted that camera inside the shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we, 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 so soccer with a parental <laughs> guide. So
0: <laughs> when we get to the telemetrics and we're going to have 15? this layer no, I in can't your get that image out
2: of my head now
0: think harder so <laughs> shouldn't be hard for you so what are you looking for what what are the telemetrics that mean most to you as a coach when you're reading it saying hey i like this what what really is the most important factors
4: yeah i mean i think as a coach the, the one thing we're talking about the future yeah injury prevention that that to me is wow. oh, is yeah. the is the biggest thing and that's where i see technology going and that's what a lot of this data is used for I know at some of the top clubs in Europe they monitor down to uh the distance cover the the toll on the body mm. and that's what determines whether hey we got to give this guy a, a break next week Do you or have the red flag another, sort of thing yeah he's, yeah he's got another three games in him at at this you know toll on his body and it's after like that it might break it count, your pitches,
2: so. So. yeah and yeah. they decide when to take you out right what's to put you back in the rotation
4: soccer's so difficult because there's so many different variables because not any two games are alike because the score changes how much input you're putting out on the field. The conditions change, the surface changes. So, you know, if if it's a a grass field that doesn't hold the water well and it's raining, now after a game you feel like you played two matches even though you just played one. So, yeah, there's a lot of different things that that go into it, and I think collecting all this data will help prevent injuries. So,
2: so when do the injury acting lessons? <laughs> when those those given? Uh,
0: flopping. Oh flopping. Oh, oh did I Gamesmanship. Did I? I
1: love it. <laughs>
2: well, no,
0: okay, no, so somebody
2: had to go there. No, yeah, no, that's fine. That's good. So yeah.
0: uh, whoever has our Telstar eighteen, that has been constructed to benefit strikers. Therefore FIFA, the governing the world governing body, are looking to get advantage in or at the feet, I should say, of the strikers. Now, they won't like the flopping aspect of it. So if you flop dramatically and fail to get an Oscar, but should have got an Oscar, right?
2: Flop means fall, fall, yeah, feigning feign, injuring.
0: yeah, simulation, as it would be called. Don't be surprised if players get three-game bans.
2: Three-game bans.
0: Yeah. Do it now. You see how clever you are. Just go draconian. Go very hard on it. I don't know it. what that means. I'm sorry. So he's
1: saying that the league <laughs> should, if you're, yeah. if people are flopping.
0: Then
2: you get a three-game suspension. It's yeah. like, hey oh, a three-game ban. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I thought this was a new thing you wear on your wrist, wrist A
4: three-game ban. No, no. A three-game ban. thank you. So so what's in place right now in, in our league in MLS yeah. is there's a disciplinary committee where they review all these plays Good. of simulation embellishment, and there's a <laughs> monetary fine. <laughs> simulation <laughs>
2: embellishment?
4: Yeah. yeah that's, I like it. You
2: don't want, you can't call because, it acting. Because there's Sorry. a difference it's between <laughs>
4: Yeah, there's there's a big difference that, that most people that haven't played don't understand. There's a difference between selling a foul that you've been fouled right. versus completely faking it and you haven't been touched and you're, you know, trying to fool and, the and referee. And so
1: I guess they would use like what instant replay? Because I, I think that's a little dangerous. I mean, if, if 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 you were fouled, even though you're selling that, I mean, if there was an offense, you should be able to be have that credited, so they're magnifying the right the effect, and, and that happens in every sport. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't care what it is. Referees see, are human. Referees are human. You see it happen all the time. So I'm just saying, like, how would you go about? By the way, AI, that? we
2: can fix that. Okay, What's that? <laughs> okay. <laughs> referees are human. We we have <laughs> we, ways.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Everyone in here has heard of Google Specs, right?
2: Google Specs. Yes. Google Specs. No, I haven't. I'm sorry.
0: Google Glass. You'll catch. Oh, Specs. Glass. Glass. Yes. Google Glass. Google Glass. Yeah, so yeah. if the referee's view of an incident is obscured. Imagine he's got this very clever eyewear on that dials up immediately. An instant, instant replay, as you called it, Chuck. Instant, instant of that Of that same instant from another angle that is very clear. Would you be happy with that? I mean, you, you can't happy? hide an offense. Absolutely. No. Absolutely. No, And go. that's,
4: you know, we're seeing the implementation of video review now, but yeah. that's where the game is headed is human error, whether it's the referee, the assistant referee, the linesman. Uh, that's the difference between winning and losing a game. So if you can... Help avoid errors made and and video can come into play. I think everyone is is all for it as long as it's implemented properly because yeah. again, there there's still a human operating that machinery know, so but it reduces
2: it you, I mean, it, it does it does yeah, it really but, but it.
4: things are so subjective where you know if if I see a f- there could, we could you and I could be watching a game we've both played, and there could be a, a a guy who goes down the box, and I might say penalty, and you might say no, it's not a penalty. yeah, so there's always going to be differing opinions, but at least with video review. Um, mm. Like you said, it, it eliminates the, the doubt. Could it be
2: that unlike some sports, such as baseball, which is still using wood and leather and pine tar, and it's one of the least touched sports by technology, that soccer, because you get a new ball every four years and <laughs> the rules are just whatever anybody thinks up uh, to, <laughs> to, to make the ball. Harsh, that, that, harsh. That you might be ripe. For a complete technological revolution in the sport, that'd be cool. I can't see a complete
0: technological right. revolution. I mean, we've got we now have goal line technology where the goal is inundated with camera sensors angles. and things. Okay, camera angles that will f- will h- such high speed. I've read somewhere like five hundred frames a second, uh-huh. which is like really complete. That's blown my head really. But mm-hmm. that is definitive. That's within about two or three millimeters accuracy. Okay. So that that's happening. That that's the Hawkeye yeah, technology. Just to be clear,
2: if you have that many frames mm. per second, then each frame essentially stops the ball in midair. Yeah. And and at a lower frame rate, it doesn't stop the ball. The ball is blurred. And if you're trying to decide whether something crossed the line or doesn't, or didn't, and you have an image of a, if you have a blurred image of the ball, you cannot adjudicate that with precision. So you need a high frame rate. Thank you. What <laughs> just No, just No, no, no,
0: that's bu- that's beautiful, because now I understand exactly why there's right. 500 frames a second and what the
2: outcome is, the because d- you need to know. In the early days of tennis, before we had high frame rate replays, and the ball in tennis is going 100, for men it's 130 oh, it's 30 miles, miles an hour. Hours. So the ball comes down, it bounces so fast, and they try to show that in slow motion, and the whole bounce is a blur. Mm-hmm. Everything is a blur. And yeah. you just like, is it? I don't know. Can we? But
1: without that, we would have never had John McEnroe
2: <laughs> yeah, so technology gets rid of uh, uh, a-hole behavior. Yeah.
0: Like, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> is there something that you would like to see change in the game for positive? <sighs>
4: in,
0: for both fans and for players, or just for fans, each, whichever Good way question. you want to work that?
4: Yeah, I think, I think everyone that plays the game, that watches the game, they, they want to enjoy watching it. So if yeah. you can eliminate, like we talked about, the, the diving or uh, the bad calls, the things that people get so infuriated with, I would be all for that. But at the same time, I do, I do enjoy the human aspect of it. I do enjoy that there's going to be curveballs thrown your way that you have to deal with uh, in yeah. the first match. No timeouts. And how the game has is it flowing?
2: Uh, once they got rid of the, you know, they put in the no tie rule, uh, how's that been going? Where you have the you swap off kicks?
4: Oh, shootout! T- shootout. Well, that's, shootout. that's shootout. only in in it's tournaments. In tour- tournament. Yeah, oh, in league play, a, t- a tie is still a tie. A tie, still a but tie. Yeah. So, okay. Two. So,
2: so, so uh, the reason I ask is because, of course, in hockey, they had a similar issue: low scoring games, tie shootouts. games. They had the same thing. And, th- 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 then they in- invoked shootouts. Was that generally welcomed or not?
4: So I-, I think in in soccer, and again, I grew up in a soccer family, so I'm I'm probably a soccer purist. You appreciate a, a tie if you're playing against a, a, a tough team on the road and you bunker down and you put in a, a, a solid effort to shut them down and they don't beat you, that's a well-deserved See, point and, and that's and why
1: you... soccer is not as popular in America <laughs> because we are like,
2: you did not
0: win. So the, the logic, do you, know the, do you know the way the coaches <laughs> apply I mean, the wait,
2: logic? The best headline ever was when they ended the All-Star game in a tie and was it the New York Post They said... There's no tying in baseball. (laughs) (laughs)
0: There's no tying in baseball. So the logic is, we didn't lose the game. We lost the penalty shootout. And that's how coaches put a positive spin to keep the morale of the team unit together. Mm.
4: Well, penalty shootouts are a coin toss, to be honest with you. Well, no, there is science.
0: But that's another show. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that a, whole, a, new a whole new guys, show. Guys, that's it for us, Playing With Science. Oh, really? and, thank you to our audience. It's been fabulous. Thank you, guys. Thank you to Aleko Escandarian, to Neil deGrasse Tyson, the good doctor, Neil deGrasse Tyson, of course, from Gary O'Reilly, myself, and, and Chuck, Chuck Nice. nice this me. has been Playing With Science. We look forward to your company soon. Welcome back to Playing with Science and our Planet Soccer special. And as promised, the bonus segment at the beginning of the show with the Professor Eric Goff from Lynchburg College, Virginia. Professor, you have become, I've decided, a world expert in the Adidas Telstar 18 ball because I don't think anyone else has uh, investigated it as thoroughly as you. So um, how are things going with that? Are you still progressing or have you uh, concluded?
3: We've had our paper published on the Telstar 18 comparison to Brazuca. And we've been answering a lot of media inquiries about the ball. And I should point out, as of the 1st of July, Lynchburg College has been renamed University of Lynchburg. So we'll be using a different moniker from, from here on out. <laughs> oh, this means I have to salute. If you like. <laughs> okay, might just
0: do that, make it even more formal. Uh, right, let's aren't ignore what has happened in the last week or so. Some rather, no doubt, in the Adidas marketing machine sent a Telstar 18 ball up to the cosmonauts in space in the space station and let them have a go what on earth in terms of physics happens in space as opposed to here on earth
3: yeah I mean what, what not on earth right um, yeah. so the 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 space station uh, footage was fascinating and uh i mean if you're going to be a scientist you got to love to play i mean that's a prerequisite to being a good scientist and you know there's always this what you know if you ever had the question what would it be like to kick a soccer ball up while you're orbiting the earth uh if you get to answer that you're you're doing good science so kudos to those uh on the iss for for actually pulling it off and filming it for us
0: so going back to the world cup um Let's go back to the basics. In terms of Brazooka, we are looking at a t- completely different ball for Telstar 18, uh, not just in color, but in the number of panels, the way that they're assembled, et cetera, et cetera. So if you could break that down, that would be ideal.
3: So uh, Brazuca. I'm holding one here in my hand, uh, was used in 2014 in Brazil and it had six panels. And it had these very uh, nice circuitous uh, groove shapes that held the panels together through thermal bonding, and it was a much improved ball over the 2010 ball that was used in South Africa, the Jabalani.
0: The much hated, I believe it's become officially known uh, as the yeah, much I, I hated was, Jabalani. I was
3: trying to be kind of poor Jabalani, but yeah, it was a it was a pretty pathetic ball. But the uh, Berzuka was a mass improvement, and when you reduce the number of panels on a ball, you run the risk of it becoming too smooth. So with the eight panels on Jabalani, when you go to Brazuca it has two fewer panels. Well, they made up for that by having the seams much more circuitous shapes around the ball, and this total seam length was 68% longer than it was on Jabalani. So that added the roughness to the ball, and what it did was it pushed the drag crisis to a lower speed. The big problem with the Jabalani was it had its drag crisis right in the middle of where corner kicks and free kicks are, are made. Mm-hmm. And that drag crisis is where the flow on the ball changes from this turbulent flow to laminar flow as you're slowing it down, and it caused the drag force to, to rocket upwards. The Bazooka didn't have that problem, and the Telstar 18 also has six panels, um, it is uh, a very different topology. The panels have very different shapes, and in fact, for this particular ball, the total seam length here is actually 30% longer than it is on Brazuca.
0: So, because of that length difference, um, and is it a similar depth in terms of the way that those the panels are bonded together? Because you've got you've got it, if you imagine a sort of a valley running through or around the ball, and but the lengths of those areas, what impact will that have? On the flight of the ball as far as you're concerned from testing
3: so when you add the seam length like that you run the risk of making the ball a little bit too rough you're pushing the drag crisis back to too low a speed so what Adidas did was they actually made the width of the grooves a little narrower than the ones on Bazooka and a little shallower than on Bazooka and the, the texturing on the panels is actually a little shorter than it is on Brazooka. And you can feel it. When I hold these two balls up in my hands, I can tell that the textures on Brazooka are taller than the ones on uh, the Telstar 18. So, so, it's, so
0: it's like a That stippling.
3: compensated for the added seam length, and so, they have roughly the same dra- drag crisis right now. Uh,
0: so what they've done is, by, even though they've altered certain components of the structure, you will expect that they will perform in much the same way.
3: That, that's right. Uh, we've done a whole slew of uh, trajectory testing on the balls to see what would happen when ver- under models of various kicks, and it turns out for the really high speed kicks, so we're talking about you know well over you know 60 mile an hour launch kicks, the Telstar 18 could go about eight to nine percent uh, shorter distance than the Bazooka did for the same type of kick. It has a slightly larger drag coefficient at high speeds than the Bazooka. But from an aerodynamic point of view, given the very different shapes of the panels and the textures and the seams and all that, they're very similar aerodynamically. So
0: if, if we then concentrate on the style of play, because Jubilani, if you were to kick the ball during free play on a, on a longer distance, the flight of the ball was so unpredictable and players hated it. So what happened was it seemed to suit the teams that played the much shorter style of game. Are we going to see any sort of effects to the style of play with this Telstar 18? Um, I don't
3: I don't think you're going to see that much change in the ball. There's a slight, as I said, a slight reduction in the range for a high-speed kick. But, you know, that's going to be something that's noticed by the, uh, you know, the goalkeepers who are going to be kicking the ball way down the pitch. You know, they might notice that compared to Brazooka, it's going a little less far uh, but as far as style of play, I mean, you know, of course, who's going to win in 2010 when you got a Jabalani ball that's acting like a beach ball in the air? You're going to get Spain winning because they're, you know, their short passing game is exactly. what dominated that World Cup. Yeah, exactly.
0: I'm just wondering, I mean, it's been recorded. There are players and I mean, the the fastest ever recorded strike of a ball in a professional game was something like 130 miles an hour in Portugal and we have found players hitting the ball at close to 100 miles an hour from free free kicks or on volleys how much will Telstar 18 be affected or maneuver if it's hit with that sort of speed and that sort of power?
3: um again it's going to have a slight reduction in the range this could be you know 8 to 9% reduction in the range um when you kick something that fast i mean the drag force initially is going to be well over the weight of the ball you know the weight of the ball is nearly a pound and when you're kicking something close to 100 miles an hour like that the drag force is going well beyond the weight of the ball so it is really feeling that air resistance as soon as it's being kicked i mean obviously you're going to be able to kick the ball way down the pitch uh, but I, I think the players who are capable of reaching speeds like that are going to notice a slight range reduction. But aerodynamically, as far as what's going to happen with the knuckling of the ball, the kind of the wobbling with no spin, it's going to be similar to what Bazooka was.
0: Um, we've seen what initially in the in 1970 was known as a banana kick, the curling free kick. Will Telstar 18 be more inclined to make that happen, or will it fly a little bit truer, or will, will we, as we've decided already with just kicking with force it's very similar to brazuka
3: I, I think it's going to be similar to bazooka I mean the the aerodynamic properties that we've measured on the ball show that the different flow types around the ball are very similar to bazooka and when you start spinning the ball, uh, of course, you lose the the knuckling effects because the, the surfaces are changing with respect to the air coming over. But the idea behind a banana kick is, you know, when you when you kick that ball with a lot of spin like this, if this is the front part of the ball going in, you know, uh, away from the player that kicked it, if it's spinning this way, that boundary layer of air gets whipped off the back. And it gets moved in the direction of the spin. So, you know, in the direction my finger's pointing here to the left. So you you can get a lot of players that are on corner kicks that are purposely going to be kicking that ball, trying to, you know, have it steering toward a goal so that the, you know, teammate can head it into the goal or even away from the goal. You often see that too.
0: So I think a lot of people – and it's funny, players will – If you didn't tell them which ball was which, they would notice differences within a a number of balls. They would even tell you that one ball felt lighter or heavier than another, and then they would watch and see how the ball reacted in in certain ways that they kick it, pass it short, pass it long, pass it media range, hit with power, all the different array of techniques they can bring towards their game. Um, Are we going to see anything spectacular, different, with this ball for Russia 2018?
3: Um, I, I don't think you're going to see quite the change that you saw from 2010 to 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly not from the, the team Geist that was used in Germany in 2006 to uh, 2010. The, uh, I mean, I, I don't think the FIFA wants to roll out a ball that is so drastically different from what the players are used to just to play with them and see something kind of spectacular. Uh, I mean, you could almost make a standard within making a. I mean, if you look at the rules in soccer, really, it's just the size of the ball and the weight that are specified. Mm. Um, I think a better specification, well, I shouldn't say a better, another specification would be to add a drag curve. Uh, I mean, you don't want to make a mistake like with Jabalani and have a drag crisis at too high a speed. You want to be able to give the players something that has a familiarity to it but like you said if you're at the elite level you're gonna notice slight changes i mean it's impossible for these two balls to fly exactly the same
0: and the players what if they find a unique quality that the ball say like jubilani did they will find a way to utilize that
3: the players sure. I mean, will
0: find a way to make it beneficial for them, for sure.
3: I mean Look at Honda's free kick for Japan in 2010. I mean, that ball did not have much spin on it at all, but that poor goalkeeper looked like he was trying to bat a beach ball coming at him. I mean, <laughs> you know, you, you can definitely do things with these uh, balls once you get a feeling for them. I mean, a professional tennis player is going to notice just a couple of pounds change in the tension in the racket. Yeah. So they're going to notice these things Uh you know, mean, a baseball player, you shave off a tiny amount on a hand, on the grip of a bat, they're going to notice that.
0: Professor, thank you. It's been interesting to talk to you. Professor Eric Goff of the soon to be University of Lynchburg talking about this year's World Cup football, the Adidas Telstar 18. Hope you've enjoyed Planet Soccer. Look forward to your company on Playing with Science very, very soon.